Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Coverage on everything going on in the sport of kings here in Southern California and around the country. And here's your host, Jason Levine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What day is it? What is today? Well, yeah. Let's let the Stones tell us what today is. Well, when you're sitting back in your rose Come on, Mick. Cadillac. Come on, Keith. Making bets on Kentucky Derby. <laughs> that's that's what today is. The rest of that song is really depressing, so we don't need to go there. It's Derby Day. <laughs> yeah. Am I pumped up? Yes, I am. Been waiting for this one for a while, for a year now. You wait for a year. That's how it works. Um, yeah. So we got a sloppy track at Churchill Downs for now. The weather report is better than it has been. So it's probably not going to rain during the Derby from what I'm seeing. Um, but... Got to keep an eye on that racetrack. Uh, sloppy main track, and the turf is good. So there's a little cut in the ground, as the Europeans like to say. So keep an eye on that when you're handicapping as well. I have. Um, and I know uh, Jay and Steve and Alan have as well. Um, I should note that the um, track yesterday was very kind to horses on the lead and on the rail. That was the place to be uh, until the Kentucky Oaks, which was much later in the day and had a vicious speed duel that knocked out uh, Paradise Woods and opened it up for the one and only Bob Baffert. <laughs> Doesn't have a horse in the Derby. From what I've been told, he's actually uh, he's already left Kentucky where he's leaving very soon. He's not, gonna, not even going to stay. Why should he? He got the Oaks and uh, partied last night and hit the road. He's Bob Baffert. We're just kind of on the sidelines living in his world. My, oh, my. It's good to be Bob Baffert. It's even better to be Bodie Baffert, right? He's about 12 now. How much success has that kid seen? <laughs> He's just having a blast. He has no idea how hard this game is. I know they've had their ups and downs, but, boy, have they had some ups since Bodie showed up. He seems to have given Bob new life, too. But, anyway, not going to go down that road. There's too much else to talk about on Derby Day. So, 
Uh, first post in Churchill Downs is in about uh, 25 minutes. So they do start early, but the big races, the, the serious races, the stakes races, don't kick in until about 10.30 today. Uh, and that's race six, the Humana Distaff. So it's a run of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven consecutive. Uh, I believe they're all grade one stakes. They should be. Uh, we got Southern California representation in a lot of them. And we finished things off at about 345 today with the Kentucky Derby. I believe it's number 143. It doesn't really matter, right? It's uh, it's the day everybody watches horse racing. Not just those of you that listen to this show regularly, but everybody jumps in today, right? Everybody wants to play. So it's a good day to play because you're playing against some not that wise money, let's say. So one of the reasons that playing today is a really good opportunity. The other reason is that every big race is loaded. <laughs> and, uh, you're going to get your price. You're going to get full fields. And it's, uh, well, it's just uh, it's one of the best days of the year to play. So I'll remind you that if you haven't done so, you can still get your sign-up bonus from Naira Bets, $200. And the code is Jason200. <laughs> nice and easy, right? Jason200. And you get uh, bet 200, get 200 sign-up bonus, and then you get to play with Naira Bets all day long, which is the way to do it. And uh, they're ready to roll. If you hit the pick four back at Churchill with Naira Bets, you get to split 3 million points, uh, which really means money because you get to trade those points in for money. So just a huge extra bonus there uh, for hitting the pick four today, which starts in race nine. It's an all-stakes pick four, races 9, 10, 11, and finishes with the 20-horse Kentucky Derby. Uh, so take a shot at that pick four. If you do uh, and you hit it with Naira Bets, you're going to get a pretty good bonus. Also, on the exacta in the Derby, a 10% bonus with Naira Bets. But for that one, you got to use your mobile device. How about that? 10% Derby exacta bonus using the mobile device. But anyway, if you haven't signed up, today's the day. Pop in the 200 bucks, get your $200 bonus, and play. Boom, you're in. You're golden. I'm doing it. I'm on it. I'm with them. I played yesterday. Had an up and down day yesterday. <clears throat> but today is another day. So here we go. Um, we're going to be joined by Alan uh, and then Jay and then Steve. We're keeping the, uh, the same crew today for Derby Day. No outside voices today. Um, and I'm going to talk some Derby right now. So what do you do with this race? Well, the, the odds, and you should know this, are pretty much set. They're not going to change much. So I'm going to give you a quick rundown. Uh, the four horses that are getting bet are the five always dreaming, who I am throwing out. Trained by Todd Pletcher. Comes in off a huge effort. Um, he's going to bounce. Gone. Off my ticket. Uh, number 10, Gunavera, is 9-1. to one. I'm using him. Number 14, Classic Empire, is 7-1. to one. Number 15, McCracken is 6-1. to one. And number 17, Irish War Cry, the Wood Memorial winner, is 5-1. to one. So I think uh, Irish War Cry and Always Dreaming probably going to be co-favored, but we're not going to see anybody under 4-1 to one for this race, period. You're not. It's just not happening. Um, so uh, a couple horses that have been lost in the shuffle and this happens in a 20 horse field practical joke who comes in with a pretty solid pattern um he's number 19 ridden by joel rosario trained by chad brown second in the bluegrass second in the fountain of youth third in the breeders cup juvenile won the champagne won the hopeful that's a pretty strong resume 
and he is 30 to 1. <laughs> Just inside him, number 18, Gormley, the Santa Anita Derby winner, who also, and this is important, has a big win. In fact, his best career race by far was in the sham, which was in the slop. You don't get California horses with a lot of opportunity to run in the slop, but this year we had a lot of rain, and Gormley loved it. He's 24 to 1. They're right next door to each other. So there's two that have gotten lost. And how about the 16, Taprit? Now, I can't use him on top because he's trained by Todd Pletcher, and Todd Pletcher simply doesn't win the Derby. He run, he won one with Super Savory when he wasn't supposed to in the slop. Maybe the slop gets him number two. I don't think so. But Taprit, uh, who has a pretty good resume as well, won the Tampa Bay Derby by four, uh, and then did not run so well in the bluegrass. If you excuse the bluegrass, he looks pretty solid. He's bred beautifully for a wet track and he has a win in the slop one for one so there's that and Taprit is 30 to 1 so 16 18 and 19 huge odds on some horses that can really run <laughs> so it's that kind of year right what do you do um a couple other horses to mention well how am i going to play it what's going on here what am i going to do all right here's the thing such a funky year, such a weird year, so many upsets on the Derby Trail. But at the very end of the day, the champ, Classic Empire, came back, and he did what he did as a two-year-old. He ran huge, and he won. He won the Arkansas Derby. His trainer is Mark Cassie. been talking about him for a few years now. He trains Teppin, among others. He's the hottest trainer in the business. Other than Bob Baffert, this guy's the top guy right now, I think. Chad Brown may be best on the grass. Mark Cassie's great on everything. And he uh, is, he won two races yesterday, and he has been raving about how Classic Empire has been doing, and he's not the type of guy to do that. So when all is said and done, I think the horse that was best as a two-year-old, and he was, he won the Breeders' Cup uh, out here in, in, in the West Coast. He was very impressive doing it. The horse he beat, not this time, is hurt, so he was out uh, early on. And uh, I think after all this messing around, the champ is back. And uh, to tick off two other boxes, not only does he have all that in his favor, but this is a horse that debuted in the slop and won. He's bred well for it, pioneer of the Nile out of a cat thief mare, but he's got experience in the slop and he won, and he's got two career races at Churchill Downs. Those were his first two races, and he won both of them. So two for two over the racetrack, likes the track, has worked well over the track. There's a lot to like about Classic Empire. The only real knock and question mark, is that he is a bit of a head case, which is why they had to send him down to the farm, take him out of the racetrack. He stopped training. Uh, it was a big issue for good reason, right? But they got his head together. Here's the problem for him, and it's really the only, well, there's two. The only ish, big issue is Derby Day's insane, and if he's a bit of a head case, he may not handle it. So this is a horse you're going to have to keep an eye on or going to want to keep an eye on as they walk, you know, from the uh, backstretch, the famous walk-in, and then uh, as they're warming up, uh, once they walk out on the track and they play the song and they're starting to warm up, you got to keep an eye. If you're going to play Classic Empire, and I am, you got to keep an eye on him. If he starts freaking out, if he's all wet, then no. Then he's not handling it. If he's handling it fine, to me, he's the horse. So there you go. So I'm using him. I'm also going to use Gunavera, who I think always shows up. Um, uh, it's a great story. His trainer, uh, it's not a great story, but he's a, a great trainer from Venezuela, Antonio Sano, uh, maybe Sano. I think it's Sano. 
Um, and uh, I don't know. This guy just keeps running. He won the Delta jackpot very impressively. Uh, he's got a decent race in the slop. He did not run great in the Florida Derby, but really didn't get the pace that he needed there. I think he's going to get it today. You almost always do in the Kentucky Derby. I think he gets the distance, uh, and he's going to be rolling. So I'm going to use Gunavera. I'm going to use Irish Warcry, the winner of the wood. If you uh, toss out that one bad race in the Fountain of Youth, I think he's probably going to be 3-1 to one in here, but he does have that one terrible race where he just didn't show up, and there it is. But, uh, boy, he's bred for a wet track. you got to use him. So I'm going 10, 14, 17. Mm-hmm. And then my two prices I'm going to use with him are Gormley, the 18, and Hence, number 8. Yep, Steve Asmussen, Hence. There's a lot to like about him as well. He is getting bet a little bit. He's 17 to 1, but I'll take that. Get me the exact to get me the try with a 17 to 1 shot in a 20-horse field. I'll take it. He's one for one on a wet track, so he's got the experience there, bred beautifully for it. And that race at Sunland, all the horses he beat in Sunland came back to run huge. Very key race. He's been training great. Uh, likes Churchill. And, uh, you know, maybe Steve Asmussen finally gets one. So that's how I'm playing it. 10, 14, 17 with the 8 and 18. There you go. If I threw another one underneath, it would be Taprit, number 16, at a huge price. And then Practical Joke, also a huge price. Probably use him underneath a little bit because he's 30 to 1 as well. So there's your derby. There's so much going on today. Uh, it's it just, it's fun. It's, it looks like a wide open race, but at the end of the day, man, maybe it's not, maybe the champ is the champ and, uh, we'll find out today. And Mark Cassie will be crowned, uh, as the, the champion that he's been, well, he's been for the past two, three years, at least at the top, top. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Up levels. And, uh, boy, is he confident. So that, that helps me um, with a horse that there were a lot of questions about um, for good reason. He's answered most of them. But, like I said, he's got one more big question to answer today. Hate to do that. You hate to have to wait a little bit to play a horse. But that's the situation he's in. Uh, he's, he's proven to be a head case. And this is a crazy, crazy day. And a lot of horses simply don't handle it. I remember when I wrote my book, Essence of Dubai was the Godolphin horse. They've got another one this year in Thunder Snow. And Essence of Dubai was a head case. And I told everybody when they asked me, what about uh, the Dubai horse? I said, he's a head case, not going to handle it. And he didn't at all and didn't run much because he just couldn't couldn't deal with the uh, the insanity. So got to keep an eye on that. Ah, man, there's so much to talk about. What are we going to do? Well, first thing we're going to do, I think we're going to bring on Alan. And uh, we'll have a little discussion with him. Good morning, sir. 
Good morning. How how are you, Jason? I'm, well, I'm good. I'm, 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 I could barely sleep last night. <laughs> I was be, a little nervous myself. To be honest. I, I yes, 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 I was. <laughs> it's excitement, yes. though. It wasn't, you know, it's just let's get this going, right? Um, so, yeah, very excited. A lot of handicapping. Um, a little bit more to do today, but, uh, you know, pretty pumped up for what looks like another great derby card, top to bottom, and then uh, a really interesting Kentucky Derby. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Pretty pretty wide open, I think. Uh, yeah. Certainly the way uh, the preps have transpired, it, it lends itself to being pretty wide open. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's questions about everybody. That's the thing this year. You know, there isn't one horse that there's just no question. You know, and um, that's been the case in the last few years. California's dominated. Uh, that's out the window. California horses do not look that strong this year, and certainly there's no horse that stands out that you go, oh, yeah, he's the one to beat, no question about it. Uh-uh, it's not that kind of year, so it makes it very interesting. And uh, as I mentioned in the opening, there's some horses that have pretty good resumes that are big prices. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, and we can let folks know that the horse you guys picked uh, is is over ten to one. I'll say that. Yes, he is. Yeah, and uh, looks like he'll stay uh, over ten to one as well. Yeah. Uh, so um, no question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> checks a lot of uh, checks a lot of boxes. Now I just want to uh, point out that we did a did a Derby seminar, Derby Oak seminar, and also uh, three races to the Man of Distaff, the Churchill Down Stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some of the, uh, and also the Distaff Turf Miles. So if uh, people want to buy the seminar, I did pretty good. Now, one of them has been run, and uh, he keyed oh, boy. Uh, a- Abel Tasman and Lockdown, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, which uh, I know made for some pretty uh, happy people uh, who uh, bought it, uh, including some people here, I might add. Sure. Um, so that's still available. It's only $25, and so uh, you still got some plenty of time uh, oh, to yeah. get that if you want to get it, and I did a pretty good job. And uh, as uh, as uh, I think uh, he did a pretty good job on the card yesterday uh, overall. He did. He did. Especially given said, the conditions, yeah. Yeah, given the conditions, and Birdsong was the best bet. That horse, for some reason, stayed up around 6 to 1, paid $15. You guys had a couple other winners earlier, another best bet earlier on the card, and uh yeah, it's just too bad lockdown couldn't run second there. But uh, Abel Tasman at nine to one lockdown was what thirty five to one, uh, you know, ran huge. And then uh, Daddy's little darling split them. But there was a lot of different ways to play that. Um, guys hit the pick three, including Abel Tasman, that came back around a hundred dollars. So that was nice. Hit the race after that. Um, so yeah, come in on a little bit of a roll. Um, I talked about some of the the hits you guys had last week. Um, obviously, huge day at, at Belmont last Sunday. There's a nice card at Belmont today. Three stakes. Uh, we may have time for you to talk about one of those, but uh, Belmont put on, I thought, a pretty good card for the big day. Um, you know, pretty good card. Yeah. Uh, weather here uh, yesterday rained. Uh, it just rained dogs yesterday. It was hard as heck uh, early on in the day. Uh, uh, it's passed. It's sunny here now. Uh, the uh, They are off the turf today except for the stakes race, one of the stakes races. One, three, seven, and 12 are off the turf. And the... Uh, I guess the one stakes race, which is the mile and eighth uh, race, which and the name of which is the 11th race, grade two, is still on there uh, on the uh, turf that's, today, but that's it. That's the only one. All right, and, but you guys handicap for that. You guys are aware of that going in and have the uh, the dirt-only option. So 
um, on top of that and ready to roll. Um, Santa Anita got a couple nice stakes there and 11 races uh, out uh, here on the West Coast. 14 at Churchill. The first one uh, starts in about 20 minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes. So uh, they're getting rolling there in the rain. Uh, it's still raining there, and the track is still sloppy. So you want to start at Churchill, since that's where all the focus is, and uh, we'll throw a race out there and get, get sure. folks a little undercard uh, action. Okay, I'm going to go to, uh, to actually one of the uh, races, which is not in the seminar, and it's uh, in the midst of all the stake races, which is the uh, uh, ninth race. Yeah, the American uh, Turf, mile and a 16th for three-year-olds on the grass, and the turf will be good at best. Right. And, you know, uh, i got to say, the Churchill Downs track is just kind of amazing. It takes all that rain, and it's still uh, the turf uh, holds up pretty well. And, uh, and as we saw yesterday, it was a bit uh, it was speedy early on. But uh, I think overall, the track held up very well. And uh, yeah. anyway, that aside, it surprised me. I don't know why. I've seen it before, <laughs> but it just surprises me when I see it. Um, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I like this race. Uh, a lot of these horses come out of... Uh, the Transylvania that was run on Keeneland, and indeed a big score, the California horse scored there, uh, not too surprisingly, at least not for us, because we knew he had a big number, but he did surprise some people uh, there when he ran last time out, and uh, I kind of like some of the inside horses. I like big score here, but uh, my top choice here, I was looking for a little bit of a price. I really didn't get it, but uh, I'm still going to try a uh, horse that's got some upside. Number five, Kitten's Cat. Now, uh, he's the five horse. Luis Saez is on him. He's by Kitten's Joy out of a uh, discreet uh, cat mare, which, uh, hey, just in case it went to dirt, I like this horse as well, <laughs> but, obviously. Yeah. But uh, that's good turf breeding. And the Kitten's Joy horses uh, run on soft, yielding, uh, glass, firm, yeah. a- a- any kind of turf. So I think. I think the condition of the turf is not going to hurt this horse at all. And what I liked about this horse, a little bit, a little bit low on the odds, but five to one I'm going to take him. I don't think it's going to go any lower. No. What I liked about him is he had a big number last year uh, in the Breeders' Cup. Ran, uh, you know, ran okay uh, out there. Um, was it the main? No, I'm sorry, it's not the Breeders' Cup race. Uh, but he ran out there in November in one of the. Uh, well, it was the juvenile turf sprint. It was the downhill uh, race. Yeah. And, right. And he won it. And he won it, yes. Uh, and then he came back this year in a couple of not so good races at uh, Churchill. Now a couple of first one we can certainly uh, toss because he needed to get acclimated here, uh, or at least going cross country or cross coast. And uh, uh, then he worked his way back into shape. And indeed, two back, he ran back to his top. A good thing. And he bounced a little bit on short rest going on the uh, uh, synthetic surface at uh, Turfway Park in the spiral. Right. But point is, uh, he ran six and a half top as a two-year-old. A good number here, and they're running about fives here. And then he ran a six and a half at uh, Gulfstream Park. So I think this horse is ready for his best race ever. Uh, hopefully he's going to stay a five. Well, he may even drift up a little bit with some of the other horses in here because uh, it is a pretty loaded field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought he uh, represented, uh, well, I think he'll represent pretty good value here. So he's my top choice in here. And like I said, I took the condition of the track into consideration. I like the fact he's a kitten's joy horse because they do run on anything. I did use Big Score, who scored in the Transylvania last time running a five, came back to his number. Yep. Um, so I had to use him because if he pairs it, he's pretty tough at 6-1. to one. I don't think he'll stay 6-1, to one, especially since Mr. Castellano's uh, <clears throat> on the horse. And also I used the horse uh, right outside of him, uh, Oscar Performance, who actually uh, you know, ran well at Santa Anita last year. 
and he uh, won the British Cup uh, Juvenile Turf. Yeah, he was very impressive in that race. His first race back was the Transylvania, and uh, he didn't break very well. Uh, you know, he kind of rushed up, and then he, he just didn't have much late. So it was kind of a disappointing three-year-old debut. But, you know, he got that under his belt. He comes back here, and uh, that Breeders' Cup race is pretty strong, as was the one before it, the Pilgrim, which he won over yielding. So. That's right. What she won over yielding, and here he gets first Lasix today. Yeah. Uh, and it's important that you mention he won it over a yielding track. He's in the four hole. He's got some speed. So I'm looking for a better race here. And those were fives, five and a quarter, five and a half. So those are very competitive and he very fast. Uh, he was a he was big score. These are the fastest horses in the race. And then you got the uh, kittens cactus. The point slower, but I think uh, coming into a big effort here, and I, as I do think, I think he'll drift up a little bit, and I think being inside uh, or being able to save ground is going to help them as well, so those are my choices there, I, again I put Big Cap on top, I think he's the one most likely to run a new top, and I do think Big Score and Big uh, and Oscar Performance <clears throat> excuse me, can run up to their best here. I would add that uh, Kittens can and uh, gets in at 118, so he is getting a little bit away from the other two as well. Yeah, Oscar Performance has to carry 123, which is a bit right. of an issue in here, as does the uh, the 9. Uh, but anyway, the play here, race 9 at Churchill Downs, and this is the race that kicks off the pick 4, so this is going to get a lot of attention. Uh, the 5, Kittens Cat, the top play, Luis Saez for Joe Sharp. Uh, with the two and four, five with two, four in race nine at Churchill, right in the middle of the craziness. That race goes off around 1230 California time. And again, does kick off the uh, the big pick four at Churchill Downs. Uh, all right. So let's go from Churchill to Santa Anita. Okay. And uh, I, I must admit at Santa Anita, I did get uh, seduced by a price here, which... Uh, okay, we like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that happens, yeah. <laughs> it fine. happens here. So we're going gonna to hope a little bit here. Uh, I like the uh, stake race, 10th uh, race in particular, the 10th race, uh, mile on the turf. Uh, and the horse I was seduced by was the uh, outside horse, Monster Man. That last race is what we call the buried race. Horse was three wide, three, three wide, both turns. Carried 120 pounds, and he earned a number, a new top for him, three points, uh, which is uh, competitive in this race and a bit better than it looks on paper, seeing as he finished six in that race, beaten five and a quarter lengths mm -hmm. at 23 to one. Right. Um, now, uh, he comes in here at 12 to one. He's San Diego Gonzalez. Now, I had, I believe he had Bayron on him last time. Bayron switches here uh, to Bird is the Word, number four horse, but. Point is, this horse would get him at double-digit odds. Uh, his three grass races, which are his last three races, are all top races. This last one, first time out as a three-year-old, was a top race. Um, now, he does have to work out a trip, but, again, I'm taking double-digit odds, hoping that he does. And if he's able to run that uh, eight or something close to that, eight mm -hmm. and three-quarters, something close to that, working out a trip and getting double-digit odds, he's competitive in this race at a big price. However, given that he is outside, I will use him. Uh, if I want to play exotics, which I do, uh, with a couple other horses here, I will use Bird is the Word, the number four horse, uh, who, as I said, gets uh, Mr. Uh, yeah, Bayerano today. And, indeed, his his last race, he comes in off a eight, eight and a quarter, and that last race is also a buried race. Again, uh, I believe it's the uh, same race. Mm -hmm. They enter, uh, yeah, same race. They come out of the same race, and he was beaten... Uh, 
two and three quarters, finishing fourth that day. So he into a good figure too. He comes in off a strong pair. He is seven to two, however, he's not the same price. And the other one I'm going to use is the uh, just the pro temp favorite here, Shop Samurai. Uh, comes in off about a month's rest and. He ran first turf last time, ran a new top, and as we said, these horses that uh, sometimes horses that run on dirt and all of a sudden they jump up on turf. They mm-hmm. wants to watch, especially next time out. The new top is a two-point new top, seven and a half. It's the fastest number in the race. He is the favorite. You are paying for it, but he's also got a chance to run at least as well again, and usually we see these horses do that, second turf. So top choice in here is the number 10 Monster Man. The 12 to 1 morning line, we'll use them with the number 4, Bird is the Worst, 7 to 2, and the number 7, Sharp Samurai. Okay, and again, that's race 10 on an 11 race card at Santa Anita. It's the Singletary. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Here's Cup Mile winner who put... Uh... Billy Koch and Little Red Feather on the map, uh, and uh, they're doing well these days. And Singletary, that was uh, he, he was something, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and they should have a race named after him out here, and uh, it should be a turf race, and indeed it is. So race 10, number 10, Monster Man, Santiago Gonzalez on the grass with the 4 and 7 in exotics, 10 with 4-7 in race 10 at Santa Anita. All right, Alan, before I let you go real quick, let's uh, let's pop one out at Belmont. All right, we're going to ninth race. Uh, this is an allowance optional claim race before the two stakes race. It's the number seven horse, Eden's Ridge. Fastest horse in the race, and he's 12 to 1 morning line. And a big figure uh, yeah. in early January, bounced on pretty short rest. Timing is right for another big effort. Gets Manny Franco, uh, which is always a, a good thing here, and uh, not too many people would know him very well. 12 to 1 morning line, competitive. Uh, race, top fastest horse in the race. Timing is good to run another one. We'll use him with number eight, Papa Shot, who's got a lot of good figures. And the number five, uh, James Lane, who's just as fast. Uh, at least sprinting. Now he's stretching out here, and he's uh, stretched out a couple times. Hasn't run quite as fast, but goes through Terry McLaughlin, who's very hot right now, uh, five to one. Top choice, number seven, Eden Swidge. We're using number five, James Lane, and number eight, Papa Shot. Okay, and again, that is race nine at Belmont Park today. Uh, race nine, number seven, Eden Ridge. Fastest horse in the race, 12 to one. That had to open your eyes a little bit. Uh, yes, it did. I was a little surprised myself. And, uh, of course, I like those kind of pleasant surprises. Uh, so uh, I was very happy. And hopefully uh, 
I hope that things will come to pass. Indeed. One, All right. Back to the number. Yeah. yeah. E- Eden Ridge, the seven in race nine at Big Sandy, Belmont Park. And uh, we've even got the Belmont Stakes on our horizon now that it's Derby Day. We can start thinking about that, too. And that's always one of the best cards of the year. So I know everybody back in New York is, is already looking forward to that when it has it circled on the calendar. So once today is over, then uh, we'll know who we're focusing on and uh, we'll move forward from there. The, the Triple Crown Trail just heats up after today uh, when a lot will be determined uh, in a 20-horse, what appears to be wide open field. So, Alan, appreciate it as always. You guys have had a nice week coming in. Got some confidence built up for the big day. So have a great one, and uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. All right, Jason, take care. All right. Alan Benowitz, you can get the plays, of course, at RacingJason.com, the full card and best bets from Churchill, uh, also from Belmont and Santa Anita. And on the phone line, one eight seven seven nine one five one seven one seven for Thoroughgraph, and uh, Churchill Downs is on line three. And that would be all 14 races. And uh, I read them off there. You'll be able to hear them, no problem. Got the numbers this time, so you're all good. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, Jay Freelander and Steve Pollock are uh, awaiting their turn here to have some fun on Derby Day and try to give you some winners. That's the idea. We got Dean Martin. This is pretty cool, pretty fun song. Let's, let's check out Dean. Take a chance on love Who's got a kiss for me Give me one and you get back three Who's got the action Just lay it on the line And I'll bet you ten to one You'll be mine Now once I had a filly I ain't seen her since Some can't go the distance they're only good in sprints for sweethearts stay together when it's fair and warm but in the stormy weather they don't run to form who's got the action who take a chance on love who's got a kiss for me give me one and you get back to me patriot who's got am 1150 now it's our turn. The Patriot, AM 1150. <laughs> Today's Kentucky's day to shine, right? <sighs> All right. On a sad note, um, I-, I wanted to... Uh, you know, pay tribute to somebody that we lost this week, uh, an OG of Inside Racing, one of the original members of the Inside Racing family when we started in 2004. John Pizen passed away this week. Great handicapper, great guy, and uh, we were lucky to have John. He was working at Oaklawn Park in 2004, and he found Smarty Jones for us. He was on the Smarty Jones train real early, and I thank him for that, and I know all the listeners do. He got us... Uh, Stuart Elliott a couple times on the way to the Derby and the Belmont and John Service, I believe, was on three times with us uh, throughout the Triple Crown run. Uh, it was just tremendous for the show. And uh, John, uh, you know, was a, a guy who handicapped in New York forever. I hear the Naira spots. I think of John. He was uh, in the New York Post forever through the binoculars. And uh, anyway, just a great guy. Uh, I really loved having him on the show and, and his insight. And uh, we're going to miss him. I think it's ironic that he passed away Derby Week. This guy just absolutely loved horse racing. And uh, I love the fact that he was part of uh, Inside Racing and really got us off to a flying start. 
with the uh, the wonderful Smarty Jones Derby win, Preakness win, and then the unbelievable disappointment uh, at the Belmont. And John was there, spent the day with he and uh, and Bill Knack and my father. Uh, that Belmont day was uh, was one I will remember for a long, long time, and uh, John was one of the reasons for that. So I'm going to miss him. Uh, the game will miss him. Uh, and uh, anyway, we move on. But uh, yeah, rest in peace, John Peasen, age 80. So he did it did it for a long time and just absolutely loved the game. All right, <sighs> we get back. It's Derby Day. John would want us to uh, pick some winners. That's what he was all about. That's where his focus was, and that's where our focus is. So let's uh, let's introduce Jay the way we like to do it. Max Weinberg, the E Street Band, bringing our man Jay Friedlander. How you doing, sir? Good. Good morning, Jason. You ready for Derby Day? Oh yeah, this is this is the day, man. <laughs> this I mean, is the really day. Got if you're not ready for this one, you're dead. I know. Where are you at with Breeders' Cup versus Derby? I'm just throwing this out there, but some you know, Breeders' Cup may be a better betting day, but Derby has a different right. It's a whole different story. It's it's a different kind of vibe because, you know, really outside of horse racing fans, I mean, horse racing fans, uh, you know, uh, love the Breeders' Cup because it's the champion of every division. Right. But if you if you look at the uh, general populace, a lot of them just don't know what the heck the Breeders' Cup is. It no. just hasn't been around long enough. Where the Derby is is the one day that everybody in the country knows what the Derby is. So uh, you know, in terms of you know who's going to be following races and what has the biggest impact, the Derby has far more impact nationally. Uh, than the Breeders' Cup does. Yeah, there's there's no question about it. Everybody's going to be watching this one this afternoon. 3.45 our time, 6.45 Eastern. It looks like it's not going to be raining during the race. That's the latest forecast, so that's good, but the track is pretty wet. Um, you're coming in on a nice roll. Absolutely stylish last week. Did exactly what you thought uh, he would do from the outside with Flavian Pratt for Eddie Truman. And a uh, nice $16 payoff there. Hit the exacta for 62 and that ended up keying the pick four, which came back 670 last Saturday. So we got a couple nice emails from folks that were uh, along for the ride on that one. A lot of people, obviously, uh, with absolutely stylish and uh, very nice price there. Uh, a couple nice hits yesterday for you. Another pick four score. Only paid 115 but nothing you can do about that. So coming in with some confidence, looking good, feeling strong, ready to roll, right? momentum going yeah <laughs> really looking forward to the derby today and yeah. uh, i just thought the uh the line was interesting you had uh four horses in single digits and then everybody else double digits right and uh you know i just i don't think the discrepancy uh really is there i don't think that's a great line i don't get me wrong it won't surprise me at all if one of those four horses wins the race but um you know I, when i look at the depth of this field i uh, out of the 20 horses in the field i gave 14 a shot uh so yeah it won't surprise me at all if uh there's at least one big long shot in the trifecta which is what I really go for it. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I think Classic Empire is the horse to beat, uh, but, you know, there is a big question about him, and he's only got the one race, you know, under his belt since January. And I don't know that we've ever seen a horse win the Derby with that little uh, foundation. Um, you know, that would be, again, something new. Uh, he really has the one non effort in February, and then the Arkansas Derby, and that's it. So, yeah, and then there was that incident where he didn't want to train. Right? Yeah, uh, so. yeah, all of that, and then the big crowd and how he handles that. So it's uh, oh, it's going to be fun. Um, and uh, you're, you're not playing Classic Empire. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, certainly if he's one of the horses in the trifecta, I'll have him covered, but uh, he's not my favorite on top. I do like somebody else, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, Classic Empire certainly has the uh, the resume, but uh, I just think uh, everything you said as far as uh, you know him being a bit of a head case, uh, maybe this won't be his day. Yeah, it's a tough one. If, if your horse is not 100% mentally, today is not the day. <laughs> They've never seen anything like this, and never will again, really. Um, even the Belmont with the huge crowd is just different. It's not like this. Uh, they don't do the walk the same way. It's just very different. Today is, is unique. Yeah, um, but, it, but it is a great betting card top to bottom, including that first race that's coming up very shortly. Uh, you know, there, I think there's uh, prices in the, in the first few races. I think uh, play it all the way to the end. I really like that late double. Uh, I really like the trifecta in the very last race. I know people you know, at that point will either be uh, toasting with champagne or, or drowning <laughs> their sorrows with something else. But uh, nevertheless, uh, play this whole card from top to bottom there's value in it yeah they ran the first race the one horse won the first race and he won it coming up the rail not on mm -hmm. the lead but coming up the rail so the rail again looked pretty good there first race um horse was five to one maximus beauty uh won that one but i i know you really like this card you do have the full card uh up there it's on the phone line and it's on uh, online as well so let's jump in and, uh, and throw a, a churchill race out there Let's look at race eight. It's the uh, grade three Pat Day Mile. And uh, for those uh, who remember the Derby Trial, whatever happened to that, this yeah. is the race that used to be the Derby Trial. This is it. There, that's right. This is it. Pat Day deserves it. Give it to him. He does. Yeah. But now, you know, obviously now that it's they've moved it to Derby Day, it's not a Derby Trial anymore. If anything, sometimes it's a trial for the Preakness. And yep. you might have one or two horses come out of here that could wind up in the Preakness. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's an interesting allowance horse back east that I'm kind of following. We'll see what happens with him. But uh, the favorite in the race is uh, number eight, Wild Shot. And uh, this horse uh, you know, certainly has uh, the resume here in terms of uh, you know, running in really classy races against some of the best three-year-olds in the country. Uh, this horse is uh, you know, placed in races to Classic Empire, to McCracken, to Practical Joke. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I think there are some chinks in his armor. First, he's only won the one race. He's only won his maiden race, and that was sprinting. Yep. Uh, and then uh, last race was his uh, third off a layoff. Normally, in, in the form cycle, that's most typically a horse's best race. And yet he really gave it up, uh, finishing dead last uh, to the shocking uh, upset maiden winner of the bluegrass, uh, IRAP, uh, 15 lengths back. So when you see that, you kind of say, okay, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking elsewhere. And, uh, you know, there, it's, it's a pretty wide open race with several chances in here. Uh, so this is not the kind of race, especially on a day like this, that you want to empty the bankroll on. But I think there's a price that I kind of like. Let's go down to the bottom. And uh, the horse that caught my eye uh, is not the very bottom, but number 12. Uh, and that horse is named uh, Bobby on Fleek. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, this horse has been campaigning uh, on the uh, New York circuit. Uh, you know, he's two for three. Uh, his one stakes effort was uh, a second to Cindergard, who uh, you know had some uh, some great success uh, as a two-year-old. Yep. Uh, hasn't replicated yet in his first start back, but uh, uh, Cindergard was one of the coming stars last year. Uh, Bobby on Fleek uh, hails from uh, the Chad Brown and Jose Ortiz connections. And for those that are more centered out here in California, uh, Chad Brown and Todd Fletcher, they're the top two trainers back east. Uh, they basically win everything between them. And uh, Jose Ortiz was uh, third in the uh, in the Eclipse Award uh, voting last year to uh, Javier Castellano. And by the way, congratulations.
congratulations to both Javier and Victor Espinoza uh, for making the Hall of Fame. Javier mm-hmm. makes it at age 39. How many guys under 40 make the Hall of Fame in any sport? Well, that's the way they do it in horse racing, and he's earned it. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, when uh, when Chad Brown and Jose Ortiz uh, connect, it's 44% wins. Uh, yeah. And uh, if you look at the, the race uh, style that wins, this is a mile, but it's a one-turn mile. So it's not really a sprint, but it's not really a route either. Uh, you know, because the track is a mile and eighth in circumference. So, uh, you know, you get these long, long sprints. And uh, the style that tends to win tends not to be like the pressing style, but either a horse that clears or a horse that comes from out of it. And Bobby, on fleek, uh, stretching out from a sprint, I think it's the most likely to clear today, and especially with the slop. Uh, you know, he's got even a better chance of clearing. Uh, so, uh, you know, I really think uh, Bobby on fleek's got a shot to steal this one, and I'm going to take a shot with Bobby on fleek uh, to win the Pat Day Mile. All right, and again, this is race eight. It is the one-turn mile, um, and uh, he is number 12, Bobby on fleek, Jose Ortiz, Chad Brown, Probably the most devastating big race combination in the country. 40% is crazy. Uh, That's just nuts. But they got huge quality, and, uh, you know, they're on a roll right now. So uh, the 12, Bobby on fleek, any exotics? Uh, it's it, this, uh, you know, when you go nope. to 10 to 1 shot, it, it sets up for the standard top and bottom wheel. It's mm-hmm. uh, dollar exact, a 12 with all, and all with 12. Okay, and again, that's race 8 at Churchill, uh, number 12, Bobby on fleek. All right, let's quickly go to Santa Anita. Okay, and uh, we're going to look at a uh, maiden race here, and uh, we're going to look at uh, the uh, seventh race, uh, and it's a maiden race down the hill, assuming that we don't get rain, but uh, at the moment we're pretty dry. Uh, Tomorrow might not be as optimistic, but uh, as far as today, um, uh, the horse, uh, the favorite, is uh, on the bottom, uh, or near the bottom, uh, that's uh, number 10, Lyrics, Mm -hmm. uh, from the Mandela Barn, and uh, and, uh, the horse has the highest uh, speed figure uh, in the field, however, it came on dirt, Uh, and uh, the the horse is certainly well bred. Four hundred seventy-five thousand dollars for this uh, filly, and uh, Ember Song was a stakes winner who won a lot of money. Uh, and yet, uh, the the breeding to me suggests more dirt than turf. Yeah, the, it's fair for turf; it's not bad. And Mandela certainly excels switching to turf. Uh, however, uh, you know, looking at uh, the running lines and the breeding, I, I think there's one I like better, and that's the second choice, and that's uh, number. Uh, uh, six, ten count out. Uh, and uh, this is written by Avin Roman, who I mentioned on the show last week. Yep. Uh, th- this kid is just a, a wild, aggressive rider. He loves riding down the turf. I think the other jockeys just kind of look in horror when they see this guy coming. It's like, let's, let's wear some extra padding today. Roman's in the race. But uh, this horse uh, really uh, you know, made a nice first out showing, uh, almost got the job done. You can't ask for a, a better maiden effort uh, first out without winning. Uh, and uh, it looks like uh, ten count out just might be, uh, you know, sitting on a win here uh, just based on his, uh, his his liking for the turf, and that was at a big price, too. Interestingly enough, Tyler Bays rode both of these uh, fillies last time, and you kind of you know, almost want to give Tyler a call, hey, if you had the choice, which one would you take today? And he'd probably say, well, Mandela's going to prep the other one, so I'm riding 10 count out. Uh, liking 10 count out on top today, and uh, let's play this as a trifecta. And uh, what, we, what we'll do here is we're going to use the two favorites, uh, the 6 and the 10 on top, and then we're going to throw in a third horse underneath, and uh, that's number five, Haraya, uh, from Bafford. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly Bafford's uh, on a little roll right now. Uh, he's not a turf specialist, but Haraya has the best uh, turf speed figure other than 10 count out, and uh, you know looks like he's coming along nicely, and I don't think is a threat to win the race, but uh, I think she could certainly uh, get into the trifecta, and if Lyrics doesn't like the turf, uh, you know, we could be looking at a nice little payout if we get 10 count out and Haraya in there and not Lyrics. 
So how exactly are you going to play let's, it? Let's, let's play it like this. Let's play a dollar trifecta, 610 with 5, 610 with all. There let's play a 610 with all with 5, 610, and then box the three. We'll have it an extra time and uh, that little insurance just in case Uriah surprises me. Okay, and again, this is race 7 coming down the hill. Uh, the 6, 10 count out the key. The try 610 with 5, 610 with all. 610 with all with 5, 610, and then boxing the three of them, 5, 6, and 10. All right, Jay, great job. Get after it. A lot of action today. Go make it happen. We'll talk to you next week. Let's do it. Let's make some money, Jason. You got it. That sounds good. Jay Freelander, you can get his plays on the phone line, 877-915-1616. He's got line one and line two. Uh, and, of course, at RacingJason.com. And uh, on line three of that phone line, Steve Pollock. And he's chomping at the bit, ready to go. So we're going to take our final break, come back with Steve right after this on Derby Day. Why can't you be true Oh, Maybelline? Patriot, AM 1150. Freedom from stupidity. The Patriot, AM 1150. Here we go, a little John Stewart for our friend Jay Hubdy. My friend Steve Pollock. Ready? You ready, Steve? I am ready, Jason. <laughs> I bet you are. We've been talking this week, and you've been doing the work, and it sounds like you've been doing it with a smile on your face because this is this is what it's all about, right? Yeah, well, the racing is as good as it is. Uh, the Churchill cards have really been very, very solid, Jason. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I'm uh, pretty happy with this sloppy track right now. The one just won the first race coming up the rail, and yep. this is what – the reason I do, you know, a lot of people know I like to keep track of track bias. And in Southern California, Jason, it's not a huge deal. But when you get a track like you have right now at, at uh, Churchill, it's it's a very, very solid thing. The horse came up the rail just like almost every single race yesterday. That was a one-turn race. The one-turn race is right now. You want to be on the inside. Uh, if you're on the outside, maybe you can cross and get over. But it's been very, very difficult for those horses on the outside. The inside paths are just much, much better. Maybe a five or six length increase for those horses. I'm serious when I say that that yeah. much. Yeah. It is a huge, huge deal to be on the rail right now. I you know, I almost got a little bit lucky and got the pick five yesterday, Jason, because there was a horse I just threw in because I thought he might be in the right path and the horse paid a huge price and I managed to get the first four and it was paying, you know, it was paying really, really big five digit numbers. So I uh, didn't get that last leg home, but uh, still doing very well right now and uh, excited about the racing today. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Today's today's the day, and like you said, uh, you know, you got to look at these kind of uh, weather situations as opportunities. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the opportunity is definitely there at Churchill. Keep an eye on it as things, you know, move forward. But, boy, uh, right now the, that rail is, is where you want to be. That inside path is, is strong. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to start at Santa Anita, or do you want to throw a little Churchill uh, at us? I want to throw a little Churchill in, Jason, but I do want to caution everybody. When you get to the two-turn races, it's a little bit different because mm-hmm. most of those horses move over in the one-turn race, like the race I'm going to go to, and I'm going to go to the third, which is going to be run here, folks, in about 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. But 
what what you see in these two turn races is, is obviously these horses spread out and these horses get to move over and they're not stuck in that six or seven or eight path for that right. first even hundred yards or so of the race. That's where these horses in these one turn miles and these six furlong, seven furlong races, that's where they seem to be losing it. So let's go to the third race today. Jason, I'm going to give you a straight bet in here because I didn't like a couple of the inside horses, but I really like the number one horse in here. And that is a horse named Flash Jewel. Again, this is race three. We're going to be run here in about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get Joey Bravo in the irons. This horse has an EP, early pace edge off of Brisnet numbers. This is a horse that's in very, very good shape right now, coming off of a couple of very good efforts. I don't see any problem with this horse handling the wet track. He's been in an off track before, yep. uh, and this is a horse that will go to the lead and will get that rail. And again, folks, for me right now on this track, on these one-turn races, I just want to be in that path. And I think Flash Jewel, who's 8-1 to one in the morning line right now, it looks like people are catching on a little bit because Mike Smith's horse got bet in the first race, stayed right on the rail and was able to win that race. Uh, he was bet down, I believe he was 12 or 15-1 to one in the morning line and only paid 5-1. to one. So these horses are going to be bet down a little bit. But I like the one Flashy Jewel. And I tell you again, I didn't like some of the inside horses in the exotics with that one. So I'm going to just play the one to win. And if he's enough of a price, if he stays up there at 8-1, to one, I'll play him to win and play. So it's number one Flashy jewel in the third race at churchill downs for me today all right there you go and that's the earliest race you've ever given out that is the all-time <laughs> earliest race i'll tell you what uh, i don't think you it, could do much earlier but hey that's I, fine I, people are is. playing that that's good i like it so i'm gonna play that race from here and then i'm heading to an establishment to uh to play the races today and right after that race i'm gonna be in my car heading up there we go sounds good and uh we'll let folks know that it's your full card santa need a full card today uh, that has the uh, additional Churchill bonus races, which include the Derby, the race you just talked about, and three others. So quite a bit of Churchill action there from you. I know you really like the card, and uh, the rest of them are a little bit later in the card. This That was the early one. So uh, just let folks know the Santa Anita full card is the one for you today uh, where the big bonus is. Uh, you're giving it away on the big day. People like that. That's well done, Steve. So let's uh, let's go to Santa Anita and give them one there. All right, Jason. We're going to go to race number eleven, and uh, we're going early and we're going late. We're just uh, we're uh, we're going to bookend the uh, card today. So, uh, race number eleven. Uh, the horse I like is number seven. Horse named True Ranger. True Ranger. The horse I like. Uh, here, Jason, in the uh, in this horse's comeback, this horse went to the bench uh, uh, in uh, in January, went to the bench a little while, came back, and has drawn the rail in both of his return races. Now, in the first race on the comeback trail, this horse did not break very well, made a nice little move up to the inside and, and got really discouraged when there was nowhere to go, and I think yep. this rider kind of wrapped up. Thought this horse had a real good chance to come back and run good next time, put him in the stable mail because of that first effort. Comes back again, Jason, and draws the rail with another speed horse in there, and Pedroza just decides I'm going to have to try to go from the inside. I don't want to get shut off. And he and another horse absolutely went head and head, and I thought this horse really, really put in a good race. Uh, he put away the favorite, a horse named Aprosa Sky. Uh, that was the favorite in there. They went head and head. He put that one away and just got a little bit tired. In fact, got beat by one of the horses that are in here, and that is the Dr. Crabby that came back and uh, and actually beat this one in the stretch. Jason, I really like to see this horse sit today. He gets off the rail going to the seven post, which I think is a big benefit to him. Yeah. There are a couple other speeds in here. The two and the four look like horses that want to go, and I think that True Ranger sits a little bit, and I think he's going to finish better. I think this horse is on a nice pattern going back 
back to his race three and four races back, which puts him right on the wire with these. I look for him to get a great trip in here with my one, definitely one of my favorite riders, especially in this kind of a race. Yep. Because I guarantee you, after the Kentucky Derby's over, Marquine is going to ride this race like it's the Kentucky Derby as he does every time. So I love him on this type of a 12-5 claimer. It's number seven, True Ranger for me in the 11th race. I'm going to use the one Where's Bubba layoff horse for for Bill Spar that looks dangerous to me. I'm going to use Dr. Krabby, who, again, beat True Ranger last time. I think True Ranger can turn the tides, obviously. And I'm going to use Strong Values, who comes out of a decent maiden race, should get a good trip, gets the weight allowance there with the Bug Boy. Uh, strong values, uh, a strong contender in this race. It's the seven true ranger in exotics with one, three, and ten in the eleventh at Santa Anita. The eleventh and final at the end of a long day. So uh, just <laughs> remind folks again, race eleven, the last one on the card, number seven, true ranger with the one, three, and ten. So you gave me, you did that. That is the the ultimate bookend, Steve. I do, I don't know why that happened. It just it just sort of happened that way. So uh, hey. let's hope that that's good. That the front and the back are good, and that everything in between is good as well. There you go. You you nailed it right there, sir. All right. Well, let, let's uh, hit flashy jewel. Come up in about half an hour at Churchill Downs and have that be to kick off to a huge day. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. Drive safely today and uh, make it happen. We'll talk to you next week. All about what happened today. All right, everybody, have a great day out there, and we'll look forward to uh, to next week. You got it. All right, Steve Pollock doing his thing early and late, and he's got everything in between, too, so the, the full card is the way to go with Steve. You heard from Steve, you heard from Jay, you heard from Alan, and you heard from me. So good luck today. Hit the derby, will you? Get bragging rights. Let's make some money. Let's have a good time. You got any questions, send me an email, jason at racingjason.com. We'll take care of you and make it happen. You go make it happen today, and we'll talk to you next week right here on AM 1150 at 7. Go get them. Enjoy your derby. The horse right here, his name is Poribit, and there's a guy that says if the weather's clear, can do, can do, this guy says the horse can do. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.